0: It's time for Justice Matters, with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst, Glenn Kirchner. Bad news for Donald Trump, as yet another court has denied his attempts to evade criminal prosecution for election fraud. Glenn has the details of the ruling. So friends, finally, we got an opinion A unanimous opinion from the D.C. Federal Circuit Court of Appeals. A president is not above the law. A president is not a king. And the president, specifically former President Donald Trump, can be prosecuted for his crimes. Let's start with the new reporting. And then I want to take on just three short highlights from today's historic appellate court ruling. Let's start with the reporting from Politico. Headline, Trump is not immune from prosecution forbid to subvert the 2020 election appeals court rules. And that article begins, Former President Donald Trump, and indeed any other former president, may be prosecuted for alleged crimes they committed while in office a federal appeals court panel ruled Tuesday. The unanimous 57-page decision from a three-judge panel of the DC Circuit Court of Appeals is a major win for special counsel Jack Smith, who is seeking to put Trump on trial this year on federal felony charges stemming from his efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Trump quickly vowed an appeal, which could be at the Supreme Court, By Monday. This from the appellate court, quote, for the purpose of this criminal case, former President Trump has become citizen Trump. With all of the defenses of any other criminal defendant, the D.C. Circuit judges wrote, but any executive immunity that may have protected him while he served as president no longer protects him against this prosecution. The ruling affirms U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin's historic conclusion that former presidents may be prosecuted for crimes they committed in office, even if those alleged crimes arguably related to their official duties. Trump had argued that former presidents could not be prosecuted for such actions without first being impeached and convicted by Congress. The pace of the appeals court's action has been closely scrutinized and, in some ways, could be as significant as the substance of the ruling. The decision Tuesday came 28 days after oral arguments slowing Smith's case and forcing a delay in Trump's scheduled March 4 trial, but leaving open the possibility that a jury could be convened to hear the case against him in Washington sometime this spring. The judges put their decision on hold only until Monday to allow Trump to ask the Supreme Court to take up the immunity fight on an emergency basis. If he does so, the decision won't take effect until the High Court acts on his request, the appeals panel decreed. Trump could also ask the D.C. Circuit to rehear the case, but the panel said doing that won't delay the return of the case to Judge Chutkin the trial judge, unless the full bench of the D.C. Circuit agrees to a rehearing, which requires a majority of the 11 active appellate judges. Next up, Glenn points out three interesting highlights from Donald Trump's appellate court ruling, here on Justice Matters. What makes a life a good one? D.C. Appellate Court has taken a page from the Constitution and loudly told Donald Trump, no immunity for you. Okay, friends, let's just take on three quick highlights from this unanimous opinion from the D.C. Federal Circuit Court of Appeals. The first comes from page 20. Under the separation of powers established in the Constitution, the president is vested with executive power which entails the duty to take care that the laws be faithfully executed the president has the responsibility the obligation the duty to take care that the laws be faithfully executed and donald trump and his lawyers argued with that duty comes my right as president to violate the laws of the nation with impunity and immunity. You know, we have a term for an argument like that that somebody has the nerve to make in court. Just plain stupid. Okay, technically, that's not a legal term, but it is just plain stupid. Let's turn to the second short passage. This comes from page 41. The strongest evidence against former President Trump's claim of immunity is found in the words of the Constitution. The Impeachment Judgment Clause provides that judgment in cases of impeachment shall not extend further than to removal from office and disqualification to hold and enjoy any office of honor, trust, or profit under the United States, but, here's the important part, friends, but the party convicted that party in this instance would be the president. The president convicted shall nevertheless be liable and subject to indictment, trial, judgment, and punishment. The appellate court judges just sort of throw the words of the Constitution in Donald Trump's face. Hey, sport, it says right here that even if you are impeached and convicted in the Senate, you can still be criminally prosecuted. Okay, they didn't call them sport. I called them sport. But the very language of the Constitution states plainly, expressly, clearly, and inarguably that even if a president is impeached, he can still be criminally prosecuted for his crimes while in office. So, Donald Trump's arguments don't really hold water. Now I want to back up one page to page 40 and I want to end with this short passage from the appellate court's opinion. We cannot accept former President Trump's claim that a president has unbounded authority to commit crimes that would neutralize the most fundamental check on executive power, the recognition and implementation of election results. Nor can we sanction his, Trump's, apparent contention that the executive, the president, has carte blanche to violate the rights of individual citizens to vote and to have their votes count. At bottom, former President Trump's stance would collapse our system of separation of powers By placing the president beyond the reach of all three branches. You know, friends, there is not even the tiniest crack of daylight in the legal reasoning of this 57-page unanimous appellate court opinion, not a single crack into which Donald Trump can wiggle to try to convince the Supreme Court to just Just disregard it. Just throw the whole thing out. Just put me above the law. So today was a good day, a very good day for the rule of law, but we all know we're not out of the woods yet because the Supreme Court will still have the opportunity to accept this case for review and then delay, delay, delay Donald Trump's ultimate day of reckoning. But the Supreme Court should refuse to accept this case for review. The Constitution itself says a president can be criminally prosecuted even if he is impeached by the House and convicted in a Senate trial on those articles of impeachment. Even then, he can still be criminally prosecuted. There's no authority. There is no statute, no precedent, no constitutional provision supporting this idiotic claim by Donald Trump that a president is king, a president is above the law, a president can violate all of the laws of our nation with impunity and immunity. There's contrary authority. The Constitution says that's not so. A president can be prosecuted even after he's impeached. So the Supreme Court should refuse to accept this case for review, should return it to Judge Chutkin promptly, so we can get this trial back on track, so we can get this justice show on the road. Because justice matters. Friends, as always, please stay safe, please stay tuned, and I look forward to talking with you all again tomorrow. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.